Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. On uh, Magic 102.3 and 92.7. I am Vic Jagger and I am super excited and happy <laughs> to welcome Grammy nominated singer. Okay. She's an author, she's a talk show host, an actress, yoga instructor, checking all the boxes, Miss Selena Johnson. Hello. Hi. How are you feeling? You're looking uh, beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm feeling great. I mean, it's Friday. That's real fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. When you have kids that be down to the homeschooling. Uh, I have one. The way you feel Friday is like how they feel Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm very excited that school is not tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have a high schooler, so... He's oh. 15, so he can kind of maneuver mm-hmm. on his own, but it's still like, no, you cannot play video games in between classes. Yeah, you are still home. Mm-hmm. You are still at school, but mm-hmm. you know, you're home. So right. yeah, <laughs> I totally understand okay. that. Mm-hmm. So how has quarantine, or I, uh, we're kind of easing out of it now, but you've stayed booked and busy, you know, doing your talk show. Uh, Cocktails with Queens, which um, you guys are always going viral, and it is so funny. Let me tell you, your facial expressions, hilarious, because it's it's almost like you, the way you look is what we're thinking. <laughs> like, I, I, be, I be trying to hold it in, but <laughs> it's just, just some stuff just be, come on now. I mean, right. you, like, well, not come on. Um, but I love Foxo cocktails with the Queens because um, it's nighttime, you know, and with Sister Circle, it was daytime talk. So you had to be very, you know, pulled up. You had to be very, you know, snatched uh, and alert. You know, very APA style, you know, very, <laughs> you know, very by the books. Okay. Um, you know, no cursing, no any of that. So right. cocktails with the Queens allows you to kind of let your hair down and be just, you know, you know, hey girl, this kind of talk, you know, so you can be more of yourself. And um, yeah. so I like, I like, you know, you can make facial expressions and you can, you know, be whatever you want to be. And, you know, it's all encouraged. So it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Now, do you ever, because you don't seem to look awkward or anything because you guys have, have gone viral a couple of times. Um, and I remember when uh, I believe it was Vivica that was going off about Kenya Moore and all that and you were just like oh oh do you feel do you feel like okay I'm gonna just let them vent I'm not really gonna get into it because you don't typically make those type of you know viral moments it's just like a little commentary here and there but you kind of keep it pretty pretty neutral well I'm I just I'm true to my personality Mm -hmm. you know um what I've learned about being on these types of platforms is that you know 
the most important thing is to be true to your personality. Because if you try and be something else, then you have to maintain that something else through the entire duration of the time you're there. And then too, like, if I, if I don't say something, if I say something that someone uh, doesn't agree with, I would rather be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? If somebody walks up to me out in person and they're like, I didn't like how you said, or, or they come on my page, I feel okay with it because, you know, I stand 10 feet tall and what I say, that's me. I said so what then, I said. You, I said what I said. But if I'm an imposter and I'm trying to get likes or I'm trying to go viral or I'm trying to, you know, ruffle people's feathers, now I have to deal with the backlash of that if it didn't come out right or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just yeah. so much easier you know, being my complete and total self. And then, you know, I'm the type of person, just me personally. Uh -huh. First of all, I'm a loner and I'm kind of like an introvert. You know, I'm a, I'm an, an I'm, introvert. I'm a little bit of both. It's like, yeah, I'm I love being at home, introvert. but I like to step out a little bit, but then I'll Speaking be ready to go. Right. I'm, I'm introverted, but I'm also an extrovert in some instances. Okay. Because yeah. I'm an entertainer. So you, you don't have a choice. <laughs> exactly. But I just don't believe you got to show up to every argument that you're invited to, you know? And I also don't believe you, just because you're on a talk show platform, you have to comment on every single thing that is brought up. You know, if you ain't got nothing to say or nothing nice to say, then probably sometimes you can be quiet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then when you feel passionate, you know what you're talking about, then you should speak up. But like, like the instance with uh, Vivica and Kenya Moore, I didn't know they had a beef at all. So it really? was- Really? You didn't watch the- um... Yeah, I did not know that. And so when she, yeah. if this was real, you know, when she went up, I was like- <laughs> Right. Dang, well, damn, tell us how you really feel, you know? Right. Um, so a lot of stuff, I, you know, I'm just, those are my natural reactions to certain, some things, some things I be knowing, some things I don't. So and I you know, and it was kind of like the same situation with, Lisa, right? I feel like everybody had made a, like a, a moment where you were just like, yeah. but you know, Lisa Ray came back and I was reading that she kind of apologized to you guys um, for going off about the whole surprise with the brat and, you know, oh, that yeah. her sister hadn't seen her. And, you know, it, it still seemed like you guys were kind of confused as to like, okay, wait a no, minute. We didn't is... know. We didn't know. Right. None of us, like real talk, we really thought this was going to be a great <laughs> surprise. Yes. I mean, we all did. It was just kind of like. Yeah, it was very much I like, wanted to tip back like, oh. Awkward. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a fool. But, but you I, guys move on from that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty we're, yeah. we're adults. Yeah. Okay. And there's a big difference between little girls having a discrepancy mm. and grown women having discrepancies. Um, especially mm -hmm. women who are in their forties and fifties, honey, we, let me tell yeah. you something, anybody got time to be sitting and mulling over. And most of the time we understand, you know, each other's anguishes, you know? Yeah. So like yeah. Lisa Ray, the way she jacked off, I'm like, mm, I didn't jack off like that too, child. I feel, you know, <laughs> so I understand that. That's why I was so quiet. Like, no, this ain't no time to be talking to her. She she gone. She gone past the point. Right. Just like, let her let her be. Let her do a thing. You know. That's you know that's how I feel about a lot of situations. Um, you know that that happened most recently with Kirk Franklin. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like as a parent, I was just like, first of all, I don't feel like this is our business. That part. Second of all, just as a mom, like 
my son is not going to disrespect me either. And no, there was a, you know, a private conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way? Like, as far as like with your kids, like, listen, I am the parent and I'm going to, you don't have to, because we wouldn't have never known that if it wasn't. Well, here's you know? the thing. So, you know, it's different if um, Kirk Franklin's son is 10 or even 15 or 13. Right, but that's a grown You're man. You're talking about a grown ass, 33 year old grown up. Right, right. How else right. am I supposed to talk to you? <laughs> You standing up to the to me. We, we, I'm, I'm gonna get with you. My mama would probably say the same thing. I'm gonna break your throat. It's, it and was- then too, we don't know what he said. You know, we don't know what the what his son said. We didn't. We weren't privy to that information. You know, so it was really kind of. Um, it's really unfair for all of us to yeah. assume that he was in the wrong or the son was in the right or 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 vice versa because. If anything, the son was in the wrong because he was responsible for what he shared and you right. didn't share everything. Now, had you shared an entire argument, you know, between the two of you, then maybe we'd have been able to, you know, have better judgment or, or whatever the case may be. But like you said, right out the gate, it's really none of our business it's at the not, end of the day. It, it's not. And, yeah, and but I, I feel like we could all relate just as parents and let my son, let my son step up. Okay, and my son is six, almost six two, and still, he's not. And my son it. thirteen, and he's six one. So <laughs> I told you, oh. how tall you get? You're gonna right. get choke, cussed out, all of that. Y'all can take him, call the DCFS on me. You, you can do whatever you need to do. If he, <laughs> if he acts up enough, that is I will get with him just the same way. You, you want to call him? I give you the number. <laughs> but you know, you've always, you. and you've always been a champion for women. I think the last time I interviewed you, you know, you were talking, woman had just came out, your album woman, and you were always just so like, we need to, I want to sing about us. I want to put the spotlight on us and everything that we're going through. And I remember um, seeing an interview where you said one of the things that being on Sister Circle actually taught you was how tough women have had have have it not have had it still have it yeah you know so is that something that you continue to um push and support women and you know just that narrative of like listen we want to be seen especially now you know i don't know about you but when the vp got listen elected and all, didn't we do our thing did we do it <laughs> And then his (laughs) campaign manager was a black woman, you know, uh, Joe Biden's uh, campaign manager. But absolutely, I'm always going to be an advocate for us. And and the reason why is because, um, you know, Sister Circle is part of it because it gave me information that I had not been privy to. Sometimes when you in the midst of living inside of the oppression, you don't really see this where it stems from or how it happens, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm a black woman. So I'm, I'm in the system as well. I'm, I'm being treated unfairly as well, regardless of whether or not it's directly or indirectly, you know? And so um, the reason though, one of the main reasons why I've always been an advocate for women, even in my lyric, lyrical content is because I was raised by a bunch of black women, a bunch of strong black women. And some of them were single parents, you know, and I watched them muscle through a lot of situations that almost looked um, impossible, you know, and while they were doing that, no one gave them grace. Mm -hmm. No one gives us grace, you know, Um, you know, there's white man, black, there's white man, white woman, 
black man, black woman. Like we're yeah. all the way down on the totem, on the end of the totem pole. And, um, and but we're behind the scenes making so many things happen. And, and it's just flourishing. And, you know, I do want to know how you feel about, you know, so we're fighting our own fight, right? We're supporting one another. We're like, yes, queen, yes, sis, mm -hmm. do it. And then, you know, something happens to where an, another race, you know, is going through something, whether it's a woman or just another race in general. And I just feel like, you know, black women are always the first to, to be called upon to show up, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's at the polls, whether it's for, you know, another race of women, whether it's, it's just like black women are always the first because clearly we show up for one another. But do you think that that should always fall on black women and always be our responsibility to educate other races to, to, to show up and, and, you know, when we don't get the same support? It's twofold. Okay. okay. So like, if you, if you want to go all the way back to slavery, the black woman was, you know, inside of the house curating meals. She did all the most important thing to keep a white family thriving, to keep Massa's family thriving. Mm -hmm. She even breastfed their babies, right. cleaned their home, all the important things, right? While white women sat and did nothing, which is why they're, um, not all of them, but no. why the, the, the tonality of their upbringing is um, adulterated with laziness because they sat around and watched black women do all of the things that actually they should be celebrating in being a woman for, being a housewife for, you know, I enjoy cooking for my family. I enjoy being able to clean for them because I'm a working, a working woman. So when I'm able to come home and do these things, those are signs of love towards my family, right? And yeah. then you wonder why the white man loved a black woman, but I digress. On the other hand, um, speak on it. Mm -hmm. I, guess, I mean, yeah. On the other hand, I, know, I got you. On the other hand, when you are oppressed so much um, and kept down so much, you begin to move in such a way that everything must be efficient. Everything has to be right because we're, we're not getting ahead. So you're now going back, you know, this is what black women are doing. Why am I not getting this raise? Why am I not? Let me go back and get a million degrees. Let me go back and do this. Let me go back and do, let me get, let me, do, let me fix my hair. Let me, let me make sure my hair is straight. I can't wear mm. my natural hair. Let me make sure I lose weight. I can't be overweight. I gotta eat We're doing all of these things. Now, what this does is a, it creates an efficient um, way of thinking and doing things, which is why we're so good at things because we've been oppressed. So we don't have a choice, but to be great as we can be. So that's why people choose us because the track records, the record reflects that when we're in, in charge of things, they're done with efficiency because we don't have a choice. There's no leg room. If we don't make, if we mess up, we're fired. This is not like, you know, we don't have that kind of leeway. And, and again, the black man as well, you know, he's out there in the same boat too, but the black woman is lower than the black man, you know, because right. we'll have to deal with first of all being black and then second of all being a woman, at least they'll get a job over us for being a man, 
You know what I'm saying? So um, that's where our efficiency comes from. And that's why white men choose us because they see that efficiency in us. Mm. And they know it from Massa's headquarters. They know it from Mamie. They know it from the trusted black woman who was, you know, breastfeeding and cleaning and cooking and making sure that they were on top of their grades and doing all the things that the white woman did not have to do. So of course he's going to go to the one that pretty much taught him how to do his thing. And you know, when you say say that, no, because it makes me think about the whole situation with, um, with Meghan Markle, right? And watching everything that she has gone through. And I'm so glad that she did that interview because I feel like Auntie Oprah was us when she said, what? I felt <laughs> that, okay? <laughs> she said, what? <laughs> Who? Like, I feel like she just broke, not even that it was character, but she, it just was like, I'm covering her. Girl, Mm -hmm. I'm going to prison. And I was ready to ride too. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, where we meeting? (laughs) Where they at? Where they at? (laughs) Yes. Well, the castle. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And then all of the, and then learning the history, you know, of that royal family. And then hearing, you know, uh, what, the, the exchange between Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood, it kind of put things uh, into perspective about how a black woman has to lower her tone, has to stay poised, cannot get, you know, excited, can't get too, you know, emotional uh, about things. So I kind of want to know what, how you felt about that situation and, and, I can't say how you would have handled it because I feel like now, like in this moment, you're like, oh, you know, I would have, but in the moment, it kind of, it, it may have been one of those situations like, now listen, okay, what we're not going to do. Okay. Because that's how I felt. But I believe a shout out to Cheryl Underwood. She, she did an amazing job with, yeah. you know, handling that. Yes. Um, that's my soror, Z fast Cheryl. Um, <laughs> You know, it's the, it's the oldest story told over and over again. Uh, racism, hello. So we're <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, girl. Um, we know that white people be racist, you know. Um, and Sharon, girl, I, I, you know, Sharon need to have several seats. Yeah. Because your entire family's ghetto. Like your entire family is laden with drugs. I don't even, can what's McCall even put three sentences together? Her husband. You know what? Ozzy couldn't even put two sentences together. So, you know, y- y'all, y'all down to the, to the stage eating bad heads and throwing pigs over the fence, but you want to set up here and call people ghetto and talk down to folks. And it's the oldest story told. Mm. Uh, white people that are racist. And I, and, I, and I stress because not all white people are. You know right. what I mean? They just, not, it's just, there's a lot of white people that's not, that would be looking at Sharon as, Sharon as well, like, girl. But- And probably was, ones, yes. Okay. But the ones that are racist, they have this air of entitlement that renders them um, impossibly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well. Almost, almost not aware of how- um, inadequate they are as humans as well. 
you mm. know, for some reason they feel that they are perfection and that everyone else around them is inadequate. And no. I don't, you know, that's just racism and slavery has given them that, that underlying uh, ongoing energy of foolishness. Yeah. And so that's why she felt like, I don't even, first of all, if you look at Cheryl, just in general, I wouldn't have even stepped up to get beat down. Like, why would you want to even test? Why do you want that smoke? Why okay. do you want, like, what happened that morning? You woke up just like, you know what? I'm going to put these here elephant balls on and I'm going to and I'm going to talk that talk. Or did she say, look here, Cheryl, let's go viral. Like, was it? It had to be. because no, it, it was the, I don't know why you're crying. I'm the one that should be crying. I was like, what? No, hold on. No, miss. No, miss, ma'am. No, miss, ma'am. No, miss, ma'am. No, miss, ma'am. We're still crying from George Floyd. We're still crying from Malcolm X. We're still crying from uh, um, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. We're still crying from racism, from from, uh, apartheid in South Africa. We still cry. We still cry from the civil rights movement. No, we don't. We're all cried out. We don't have any. You don't know. We don't have any room for you and your tears. Okay. You you don't. We don't have any room for you and your crocodile tears. We don't care. Okay. Your oppression stems from your man, the white man, which is the number one top terrorist in the world. Okay. So okay. You know, if you want to cry tears, you should call him and, and holler at your boy. But we're not. We Ooh. actually, we don't care. <laughs> so we're not moving we're just we it's, don't care about your tears at all and this isn't even about tears you know so that statement of hers was stupid and don't start crying because i should be the one what are you talking about Cheryl wasn't even crying she didn't look like she was gonna cry she just sat there looked normal and was just talking regular to you like you stupid yes stupid. and that's why you know you ladies are all on you know tv and in just trying to keep it together. Like even Whoopi Goldberg, when, when, uh, <laughs> when Kate was going, going, going. And Whoopi we'll like, having a bad okay. time. Panel like, okay. So <laughs> yes, I commend you, you all for doing that. You know, I wanted to um, switch gears here because I, first of all, I knew that you did fitness competitions. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I knew that you were full fledged, like, yoga instructor i want to say i thought but i was like now listen selena i need you to tell me the secret to quieting your mind because i have tried yoga child i was sitting there and my eyes were closed and then my brain was just like you know you got that laundry that you got to do you know you got to take your car to get some gas you and i'm trying to quiet my mind but it's just non-stop so was this something that was easy for you especially because you have become an instructor now it's just like i could not i could not yoga is not my yes you could here's the thing there are several types of yoga right Mm -hmm. so maybe that That, that's not your steam. That's not your flavor. Okay? And, I, and I'm not into the trap yoga either. So, we, we, so the yoga that I teach is hot yoga. Mm. And hot yoga, the hot yoga that I teach is 90 minutes. I can do 30 minute classes too for an hour class. Although I have not taught in a long time because sister circle kind of stopped that for me because I, I taught in the mornings. Okay. Um, and so it was hard. I had to stop teaching, but I still go. I still go and if she needs me, she knows she can call me to, to substitute, but my schedule doesn't permit me to be a full-fledged teacher anymore. 
Yeah. Um, but hot yoga is awesome because it's hot in the room. You don't have time to be worried about those thoughts in your mind. You can't bring your phone in. You can't bring anything in the room, but yourself, your towel, um, yourself, your mat, and maybe some water. And that's it. And it's mirrors everywhere. So it's just between you and the practice. Now, meditation is what you are referring to. There is a practice called yin yoga that you hold the poses for a lot longer, but the poses are so painful that you, again, that, you don't Oh no, time. I did not try that. <laughs> I, you don't have I tried time. one pose and I think it was supposed to, you supposed to put your leg up and it, yeah, see, it was almost you, man you down situation. Need, you need something that's going to keep you active. <laughs> now meditation, I will say this about meditation because I used to have that same problem where you'd be sitting there and you'd be thinking, okay, I'm going to sit still. Right, because you know, black women, we we don't know how to sit still. We don't. So we really need meditation. Still, yes. Um, you know, we don't know how to stop moving. We got nine hundred jobs. We got forty five responsibilities. So, meditation is w- what I've learned about it is that, and what I was told, sit. It that means you just need to sit longer. Mm, so, okay. yeah. Allow the thoughts to come. Allow yeah. them to come and allow them to go, and eventually you'll start, um, God will start speaking to you. And then yeah. thoughts will pop into your head that you that you needed to meditate on. And then you'll be able to get answers because you'll be able to hear. So you kind of got to let the noise die down, mm-hmm. you know, but because we don't got no patience, we're like, we know, we've been like yeah, too I'm, long. That's too long. <laughs> no, that's, that is exactly <laughs> how you we get up out of here. You know? <laughs> is but it all? I love <laughs> But you know, I love that you are very conscious about your, not just your weight. And I shouldn't say your weight because it was something that you felt like you had to work on from the outside in Mm -hmm. and self care is such a priority for me. And so your book, the wait is over my -hmm. journey to loving my body Mm -hmm. from the outside in, Mm -hmm. was there something that happened to where it kind of clicked like, I have to change my lifestyle or I need to, to do this for me. And what was that moment for you? If, if it was, you know, well, ironically, I was never overweight. That's actually not my story. And, um, because, you know, we're in an industry where an athletic build or a black woman's physique is considered overweight. That's how you get those labels. You can go back to any of my pictures back in the day. Very rarely, unless I just had a baby or something like that, you'll see me overweight. I came in the game at 5'10", 175 pounds. In my world, that's a size 8'10", that's banging in the black community. I also came in in 1998 where the the size zero and two was popular, you know, where that was the, the preferred body type. Right now, we are living in a very good time. It is a very good good time to be a black woman because if you don't have curves, if you're not filling out jeans, they going out and getting booties and getting titties and getting they all sure the are. They buying them all, buying it all. But we've had it. We've had it for years. Mary J. Blige been had back. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah. Black women been had bodies like this. They're just now starting to be appreciated. Hmm. So for me, I was, I never even thought I was overweight until I signed the Jive Records. 
I was an athlete. I was a three-sport athlete. I played basketball. I was on the tennis team and I was on the track team. So, and basketball was my main sport. My summers were filled with basketball. Everything was curated around basketball. So I was never even thinking about being fat or overweight or any of that because I was an athlete. So I always stay slim because it was either off season or on season. Mm-hmm. Off season, you gain 10, 10 uh, on season, you, lo- you lose 10, but you pretty much stay around the same thing. Right. So it wasn't until I signed with Jive Records that I was first introduced to being too big. Well, I'm 5'10". If I'm looking at all the women that are in the industry, they're 5'2", and 5'3", and 5'5", 115 pounds, 120. I'm 5'10", 175 pounds, most of it's muscle. I look like a monster over them. You see what I'm saying? Even when I lose weight and get real skinny, I'm 165. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) My skinny skinny is 165, 160, you know? So at the end of the day, it was how the industry perceived black women and women like myself. So what that did was it made me, it spun me into eating. It spun me into eating wrong and yo-yo dieting, going up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, but I've had trainers and trained and worked out my whole life. I trained like a a professional athlete, two and three and four days, you know what I'm saying? Sleeping in the gym, six meals a day. Now this current, um, love that I have is, um, and I was an aerobics instructor in college. I taught floor aerobics. I taught step and floor. Um, and that was in college in 1995. So, but this- Oh, you've been, been. So- <laughs> I've been doing fitness. You see what I'm saying? Right. But this current fitness competition, this was my first one. It was something I always wanted to do, but it's so it was so hard to get because you got to be real disciplined. And, you know, I was, and I'm a recording artist. You know, I was told, out, girl, you ain't gonna have time for that. But then at 42, I was just like, you know what? I'm sick of not doing stuff because somebody said you ain't going to be able to do it. So I decided to embark upon that journey. I knew I had to get a a coach, you know, not just any trainer. I had to get like a a trainer coach, someone that specialized um, in this field, which is, you know, Kevin Wilson in in Atlanta. I still train with him. I went to him today, tried to kill me. I mean, lifting like a man, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I went to him and he, he helped me get to that dream, get to that, um, something that I always wanted to do and I'm going to do it again, but it's not something that I'm like, I want to go full steam it. It's something that's recreational for me. I, I don't mm-hmm. care if I don't go pro, but I just love their bodies. I love the sport. Um, I'm an athlete by heart. So it gives me that competitive fulfillment without having, to I was really- about to say that, is that what yeah. it is? You know, it gives me that, you know, and then it, you get to look good. You know what I'm saying? Like you be sharp, you do a photo shoot, you be smoking. So it speaks to how much discipline you have too. Cause I will say, okay, so I'm not going to eat this and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to get up at five o'clock and I'm going to work out and I'm going to girl by day three. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you, I was walking like the 10 man. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I mean, listen, girl, you are but I have a good, don't get it twisted. I have a good time cheating. Okay. (laughs) Because pizza night goes down in this house every night. So when I was trying to, you know, I was doing my little training and stuff, the people would still order pizza on me. I used to have to run up out of here every week. See, but the one thing that I have been able to do is give up dairy. So I don't do, you know, I gave up, I don't eat pizza. I don't eat mac and cheese and yeah I 
I was like, no, nah, I can do that. So Keep I've been. Wine. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the wine. Okay. You go. I'll take both. <laughs> For 300, Alex. Yes. So being a mom, being an artist, you know, being a talk show host, what does your days look like now, especially, or I, I should say, can you paint that picture of it? being COVID and having to maneuver with all of these different things that you were doing, did it make it more difficult? Did you flourish? Because a lot of people flourished during this time in quarantine, especially when they found, uh, you know, the whole virtual space and mm -hmm. utilizing that in a way that many have not before. You guys have a whole talk show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, see, the, the, the cool thing about being an independent artist is that you have to re you had to rely on these entities anyway? Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we ha I had to rely on, you know, utilizing my social media for marketing and creating content and doing all of these things that people are now doing in the quarantine. I had to. I was already doing those things as an independent artist, and not just me. Many independent artists were already doing that because as an independent artist, you have to create multiple revenue streams and you have to continue to keep yourself um, working and, and going to create money from all instances to survive because you're independent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have an engine that you run off of, you know? So when the quarantine hit, it just increased our business so much because then the eyes, where they go? Right to the social media. So all those right. eyes and attention that we needed is, was was everything that we needed. Just like Fox Soul was a, is a digital network. It's all digital. Now, right. this network is, 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 it is increasing time. Everybody got a show. Five, six <laughs> times the amount that it would, it was projected to prior to the pandemic right. because of the pandemic. So, and now, you know, the fun thing is we're all going to, uh, we're probably going to, a lot of us, even when the world opens up, because, mm. um, you know, I'm in Atlanta, so I, I, I don't know. It's been open, girl. Y'all, stay open. Atlanta been having pool parties girl, and we, parties. It's just. We're, we're the Atlanta states of America. You know, yes. we're, yes. we're the Atlanta states of the world. We don't have, we're not in America. You know, I don't know where we are. We don't, we don't, we, COVID ain't in Georgia for some reason. Um, but I think it, is real. it's going to be, you know, the new way of how we interact because it's, it's, it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. You don't have to spend a lot of money in studio and you can still get the same. You're going to still get the same eyes, even more eyes. You know what I'm saying? So that is the good news. The bad news for me is I am an entertainer. Mm -hmm. So I thrive on stage. Taking the stage away from me was detrimental. Uh, to my mental health, to my uh, obviously financial uh, financial um, wellness, but uh, but it is but more so mentally, because that is my therapy. That was part of my therapeutic routine was to sing and to emote and give people you know make people feel good and, and get and, that energy back and, and like get it back right yes. in person. Yeah, yes. I definitely understand that because I I say that all the time. I used to go out and we used to do events, um, and mm -hmm. I would be able to talk to the people that listen every day yes. and exchange that energy and that love and that positivity. Mm -hmm. And it, it does make, it makes you feel good. It fulfills you because mm -hmm. at this point it's kind of like, well, I don't know about you. If you were to perform 
because they have had concerts, you know, virtual. I just did a big gigantic concert um, that's going to be coming out end of the month for Foxhole. It's it's the making of a woman finale, and what we did was we created a we we did content and but then in and out of a concert, which is super dope. You know, it was great. It was so much fun. We created a stage that looked like we were an actual, you know, arena somewhere, but or or a club or something like that. You know, a big venue, but. Yeah, and I mean that's always great. Like you are you're going to be performing for us, which is so amazing. Don't mind my nail because it popped off right before this interview, girl. It's like real time. I'm like, I'm looking at my own hand. What is going on with this hand? (laughs) One nail. So you are gonna be (laughs) okay. Um, March 25th, she is our, our virtual. Uh, Women's History Month celebration. Uh, yeah, they're right in my dining room. Show did my front, my great room. <laughs> yes, we so, turning up, we singing down. I love, I, and you know, I love that. Even though you may feel like, and that was my point. Like you may feel like, okay, well, I can't connect with my audience, and I and I need that. So I understand that aspect of it. But for me as well, I'm like, I'm loving it. I feel the energy. I feel the soulfulness in in each artist that does perform on there. So, you know, maybe it will open up a lane for that, but I totally get, you know, but we are excited about. Well, I'm excited that we can still do this, you yeah. know, this way, you know, so I'm really excited yeah. about this platform. So thank you guys for that, you know, because it's not a lot of them out there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. March 25th, guys. 7 p.m. Uh, MyMagicDC.com. Selena Johnson, you already know she sings down, okay? <laughs> so as far as- I, I can't tell you. <laughs> but as far as new music, like, are you inspired? Like, because I know it's a creative process and you're, you've never stopped. Even when you did, what was it? Uh, the R&B Divas album. Um, I still, well. I still was had my own albums going. That's just exactly. Yeah, as I, I roll. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna sing on this, but y'all just know that's be clear. Okay, I got my own thing. <laughs> I, I stay pregnant with an album. So, <laughs> you know, so I, moving forward, the inspiration um, is it there? Yes, I'm actually getting ready to go into the studio and work on my next album um, in April. And I'm releasing a deluxe woman album. It's called Making of a Woman. And that's going to come out uh, in April as well um, after my unsung episode. So I'm constantly creating. It's it's not signature. You know, we spoke earlier about like, I just try to be as much as myself as I can. Yeah. It's not signature of me to not make music. Although yeah. I would love to just, man, just somebody give me $50 million. And I was I'll about just... to say, <laughs> look, your boy, well, I don't know if that's your boy, Who? but Kanye. Oh, Kanye cool. I mean, he crazy, but you know, he cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, we all crazy. Exactly, because definitely, you know, you, you stamp, I think you are the one that really stamped all falls down. Okay, let's let's be clear. The song is cold, but I'll tell you. I respect it. Come on, sing it. Fade it out. I try to fade it out for you. 
but listen, six point six billion. They try to take that away from that man, but I just one. I just need one billion, and I'm you know I'm good. Now, you know he's probably worth six point six billion. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's be clear. He ain't paying off student loans at Morehouse. He's not. Now that <laughs> man is actually uh, worth is seven billion. Okay, I think his name is Robert. You talking about Robert? Uh, not Robert Johnson. Smith. Okay. Smith. Smith. No, girl. Now you that's a billionaire. Okay. Um. Now I'm not saying that Kanye is not a billionaire, but mm-hmm. he is, I think it's a little trumped up. But I wouldn't care if the man was a nine hundred and ninety-nine million. <laughs> Give me fifty million, <laughs> and I'm good. You and know? I'm and then I can choose when I want to sing. So mm. that so that's the brilliant thing about what Kanye and Jay-Z um and Beyonce and, and other artists who have you know um created multiple revenue streams and dibbled and dabbled in other things that their talent has allowed them to be able to do, you know, now they can choose when their gift and when their gift when they want to use their they gift. And, and when they want to share it and how they want to share it and how it will work for both parties. So the, yeah. the viewer and themselves, you know what I'm saying? Well, honestly, Selena, you've been doing that too. Like you give us consistent content. This you, is- you create lanes for yourself, which separates you from other artists. Uh, as well. And it's always positive. You don't hear nothing bad about Selena Johnson. Okay. People are not like <laughs> introvert. Yeah. That's why I stay in. They got to catch me first. When you said, don't nobody walk up to me. I was like, who is going to walk up to Selena Johnson and say something? <laughs> first of no. all, they have to recognize me because I'll be in a vagabond outfits and wash woman clothes out Same. in the street. Same. Just at Target. <laughs> like, look. Listen, I'll be at Target. And I'm, and I'm de- dead serious. I'll be out in the world and I see people like, is that? No, that ain't Because <laughs> I'll be, so, be so like in hobo clothes. And then, and then if I talk, that is, huh? That's such a, it's a dead giveaway. When I talk, it's over. But right. they would not know, honey, because I be it's be I, it's Halloween for me every day. I be dressed up in the <laughs> biggest vagabond outfits in history. I'm so glad to hear that <laughs> I'm not the only one that just listen. I don't even care. Look, my I'm going this pleasure. This is my this is my piece. Okay, yeah. I'm comfortable. I do have on Crocs. Yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> flip flops. It is winter, and I have on flip flops. Yes, yes, this is true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what, you know, that's why it's always such a joy to talk to you because you are definitely going to keep it 100. Um, so <laughs> so uh-huh. let everyone know all the projects that you have coming up. I know you do. Um, when I was looking at your page, uh, Music, Music Monday. Mondays. <laughs> Music, Music Monday. Monday. Music yeah. Monday started with the quarantine. Um, it started because I felt like as an artist, people didn't care about the fact that, you know, you took our stage, you know, the court, the, the pandemic took our stage, the pandemic took our peace in that instance. And then they took our stage, the, the pandemic took our stage, took our audience, right? Mm-hmm. And then people would get mad if we tried to use our voice. You need to just be quiet and sing. Y'all don't need to be saying that these artists, these celebrities out here. 
So that irritated me. So I created an entire platform for artists to come there and just really talk about move, music movement and more and the music, the movement more. So I, I, we talk about racism. We talk about politics. We talk about all things that are not necessarily music. We talk about music. We talk about family. We talk the things that you will want to know about your artists, um, the artists that you get to see, uh, humanizing them. Making right. them relative. We're, we all got to get up, brush our teeth, wash our face and go to the bathroom. I don't give a damn how many billions you got. You still got to get up, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth and wash your face or you nasty. I mean, did, <laughs> if you that rich, actually you could be that or nasty. you nasty. Now I know if, if you a whole new mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Is that what the billionaires and the rich people do? I, I don't know. But I know at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're all the same in that respect. And we're all living in this world. And so I created Music Mondays for us to be have a place to emote and just be, be safe. Now, I'm not trying to go viral with them. I don't want them to say something to make my show pop in. Like, I want them to just get on there and say what they say. I'm not gonna edit it. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm just gonna play it. And in the beginning, it was all live. For the first year, it's all live. Um, and so there's Music Mondays, that's every mu Monday night. Uh, right before cocktails with the queens there's cocktails with the queens every monday night you know what that is that's you know that's kiki city you know we just be kiki and drinking you know the drinking is really what takes it Listen, to the next level it takes it to the next <laughs> level and sometimes i have had i've had to catch myself like oh girl <laughs> You might want to be quiet for the rest of the show because you are actually tipsy. <laughs> like you're low key drunk right now. You right. be quiet. So I if you ever see me get quiet. real quiet, that's what it. That's got what's you. <laughs> so it's that. There's making of a woman. Uh, one, two, and three. That's on Fox Soul. And making of a woman finale comes out March 31st on Fox Soul, and it's the concert. Um, there's the concert on the 25th with you guys. Yes, yeah, she um, is. So she is absolutely. And, um, there is the making of a woman album is getting ready to come out. My unsung is coming out April 25th. Oh yes. That's now listen. Okay. Real quick, girl. I'll talk you to death, but <laughs> unsung, how was, how was that experience for you? Because I've, I've talked to a lot of, um, folks that were featured on that. Mm -hmm on unsung did they and, like it? huh did they say they liked it yes i they were kind of mixed so okay. some have reservations about the people that they actually talk to you know like i just talked to uh, moore's day mm -hmm. and he was he was saying that his sister told him like i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <And> <laughs> i'm gonna tell him where i'm gonna tell him everything and he was like no he said i had to Hang up and be like, all right, what did she say? Oh, you know? oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me right. take her off the list. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, because it's not just you telling yes. your story. It's there are other people who are telling their experiences with you or telling their perspective of your story. And so it does put you in a position where you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. You have to kind of let go. And, you know, Teddy Riley, I spoke to him today and he was like, oh, I didn't even watch my uncensored. He's the uncensored. He was like, I didn't watch it yet. I'm, I'm, I said, you're watching it real time. He's like, yeah, I just, I just let it, let him do it. So I want to know how your experience it experience, you know, I liked it. Um, it was much like a, it was just a sit down interview, but it was a really long sit down interview. And then when I got the first cutback, 
you know, it was some, they needed to fix some things, put more information in there, you know, more people and stuff like that. But um, I thought it was cool. It's nice to be able to get someone else's perspective of how they see you. I'm yeah. a transparent human in, in just- I was gonna say that, was, it, was there anything hard to discuss? Um, uh, you know- yes, the, the, the label um, and the, the weight situation, you know, like okay. um, the, what we just discussed today, you know, that, that has always been, you know, difficult because had, had things been different, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my therapist about stuff all the time too. And I'd be like, yes, now, yes be to therapy. Yes. Yes. And she'd be like, well, they did this. And I'd be like, they did, didn't they? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I'd be, you know, um, yeah. revelations like, aha <laughs> uh-huh moments. Like, and I didn't even know that happened to me. Exactly. You know, we'd be going through life and just, you know, moving. And That's little like, traumas. Yes. Like little traumas that we kind little of. Traumas put in it and lock in it but it still affects yes and triggers. As adult, we don't even realize that, they, that certain things are triggers child she let me tell you she got me together so good she told me um I, when I told her I came to the industry you know because me and my dad fell out and mm-hmm. you know so I just I was 21 years old and I came into 20 21 years old and I told her the story about how I got signed all this stuff that the label really half the label didn't even really like me didn't re- didn't even really re- you know like my voice and all of that. She says so you were abandoned. <laughs> Girl, I want to like that. I want to push push uh excuse me, I'm leaving now. Thank you. I want to push the leave button and say I will talk to you next week. Uh, uh I need to go I need to process. I need to go drown exactly in, in a bottle of whiskey. Um but it it yeah. made so much sense like you you know you don't know you are just so used to being strong black women mm-hmm. that you don't even know that you needed people at that. You know, you you needed help, you know. So when I talk about that that um, body image situation, I had to face that and deal with that on my own. And it curated how I thought, how I thought an artist should be. And then when you see artists like Lizzo um, and you see Megan the Stallion is my size, you know, when I was coming in the game, that's the size I was, you know. Right. Um, right. And that being accepted and people um, celebrating them still, I'm so proud of that for them because they didn't have to go through my generation and what we went through, you know, having to have eating disorders and starve ourselves to death and all kind of weird stuff, trying to be skinny for, you know, that, or, or fit in a mold that probably wasn't even fit for us. You know what I'm saying? Physically even, you know, so people who are not even fit, like, excuse me. Don't get me started. (laughs) Because the men in the industry stayed ugly, but they kept, (laughs) they kept a hit record. They kept the hit record. They kept the hit record, but they stayed ashy. They stayed okay. ashy, hairlines uneven, all of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it kept you? women. And kept women. It would be they just as ugly as the day is long. Yeah. <laughs> just as ugly and just as ashy and crusty. And they kept jobs and they kept working and they kept hit records. Whereas, you know, our talents were overshadowed by what we looked like, our image mm-hmm. of beauty, you know, which is great. I mean, women are beautiful. We're beautiful beings, but that shouldn't have overtaken our gifts. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it was kind of like, we what she looked like first. Exactly. Colors. Like we are just yes. bomb. There's so many different varieties. Yes. You know, 
So yeah. Yeah, because they men only had one shade and that was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they had one style. That was it. That was it. Well, some and, of them was fine. And Kappa hit record. And Kappa, <laughs> and Kappa, ugly and Kappa hit record. But some of them was fine. Like, you couldn't get away with that too much in R&B. You had right. to have a little something too, you know. Something. You know, your wine, he had the waves and the little, you know, the little baby hairs and stuff. Yes, you had yes. to have something to you, you know, you couldn't just be, you know. But a rapper? Girl. Ciao. Listen. <laughs> Everybody ain't Drake. I just say that, you know. Everybody didn't look like Drake. Let's be honest. They did not. Right. It's it's great that you can now recognize that therapy has helped that and you are moving, you know, in with a different attitude about everything. And that's just a lesson that, you know, we have to go through, especially as you get older, you know, you stop caring. Listen, no F's given. The levels get so low. It, you almost don't know if they're there anymore. <laughs> you, you don't even have them for yourself no more. You, you just be gone. You just be looking for them in, in a daytime with a flashlight. And I promise, or trying to care. Like I have been in instances where I've tried to care about stuff and be like, this dumb. Mm, like yeah. I, just, I just don't care about a lot of stuff. Um, but that's a good thing. It is because it keeps you youthful. It keeps you stress-free. Definitely keep you stress-free. At peace. Listen. Yeah. Yes. And half so. the stuff we cared about so much don't even matter today. Exactly. We have so many other issues that we are pushing for. And like you said, always being an advocate for women, learning that we still have a long way to go. You know, mm-hmm. we appreciate you. We stand with you in this fight as well. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to wrap up. I mean, I could talk to you all day, girl. Now, listen. It's <laughs> Friday. I don't have no your kid. Now, I want you to put your feet up and relax because I already know you had a long week. Get a oh, glass I'm of wine. Go Netflix. That's too fun. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I now, do. I, I, me too. Netflix, Amazon Prime. Amazon Hulu, Prime. Netflix. Lifetime too. Did you see, I need you to go see this movie called Girl in the Basement. Oh, no, I haven't it's seen that. Lifetime. Did you see Behind Her Eyes on Netflix? What's that? Okay, you have to watch it. I gotta go get when it. I tell, it's it's on Netflix. It's called Behind Her Eyes. The twist at the end is gonna make your jaw drop. You're gonna be like, now what the heck? I'm gonna go watch it. Did you, you see watch I it? Care a lot? Huh? I care a lot. I have not seen that yet because you know why somebody had put me off to it at first because they said it was um um not age discrimination, but um elder abuse. And I was like, well, I don't really want to see no elder abuse because that's going to make me think of my grandmother and I'll be ready to fight. Okay. It is. But, but they said it was more. Abuse. It's not right. physical elder abuse. Right. They said it's a, it's a little bit more to the story. So I was like, okay, I'll yeah. check it out. Then. But when they though. first said it, I was like, well, wait a minute. We don't do no elder abuse there. Hold on. Yeah. It's dope though. It's a good time. Okay. I, I liked it. It was good. This girl, was good in the basement, <laughs> girl in the basement had me crying. I wanted to fight somebody. It, now it was, see, now why you want me to cry now? Yeah, okay, no, I cry, I cry, I cry so hard at the end of that movie. I mean, because I'm a mother. Yeah, you know, you know how we are. So when you think we of, we always put ourselves in in that situation where we, we like do stuff to kids and mothers. I don't do well with mothers and kids and stuff like that. That's I don't do good with that. Yeah, so I cry real bad. It's 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 a it's a, and it was a true story, which really now that's see, what I, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I might check it out though. Yeah, it was awesome. A good, a good, a good cry. Mm-hmm. The girl okay. in placement. Girl basement. <laughs> yeah. Selena Johnson. Thank you so much. Looking forward to your performance, March 25th. She is our women's empowerment, our women's history month. Well, it is women's empowerment too. Yes, okay. Is. So our virtual celebration. Thank you so much for joining me for a little grown folk convo. Yes, girl. I don't get it a lot. I'm surrounded by boys and children. So <laughs> this is my highlight of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to my son too, because I'm like, well, the older that he gets, he don't want to hang with me. They don't care about mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to a basketball game. Right, I'm in the basement. I'm like chilling. Who the girl like, in the basement? Right. Like, so what's up? What's what's going on? I'm like, I pay the mortgage around. Now wait a minute, now I can sit in my own basement. <laughs> You're the girl in the basement. <laughs> right. Oh, thank you so much, Selena. I really appreciate you. And DJ Face is about to take us out of here. Let's do it. You're very welcome. And Selena, I just wanted to remind the people, I love this record so much, but I wanted to, when I say people, I mean Vic Jagger, uh, how this, what key you were actually in. So let's just. Hold on. Let's try it. That was me. Let's try it.